Nashville Predators take on the Anaheim Ducks tonight at a drier Bridgestone Arena. We'll tell you the two Ducks players that might cause problems for the Preds. Plus, December, a busy month. We're going to look ahead to what may be the toughest month on the Predators calendar this year. Coming up on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Your Locked on Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Predators your first listen of the day. Every single day, we're your free Nashville Predators podcast. That's available to you wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer and editor at OnTheForeCheck.com, and I have a partner in crime. You do. I am Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer and editor at InsideThePreds.com. So we got Predators versus the Anaheim Ducks tonight at Bridgestone Arena. Finally. Yes. Water levels permitting. (laughs) Uh, Although if you, I guess if the arena is flooded, the best team you want to bring in there is a team called the Ducks. So. Oh gosh. They can just quack around. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's what what they do. Yeah. Just quack around, right? Quack around. Well, hopefully that's all they do. Yeah. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks, not a good hockey team this year. One of the worst in the NHL, but always seems to be a, a little bit of a magic, a little bit of a kerfuffle whenever the Ducks and Preds get into each other. Uh, arguably, at one point in the 2010s, maybe the Preds' best rival, mm-hmm. you would have to say. Yeah, and I would say some of that still lingers. Like there are, this is Hatfield McCoy, several generations you know, apart from the the gun battle over the river. But there is always a lot of sass between the Ducks and the Predators. And I expect tonight will be no different. And actually, I have to tell you, I really like that this is the Predators game back after this totally unexpected break. Because I think that when you play the Ducks, there is that just undercurrent of simmering sass. And I think that that will be great to kind of jet the Predators right into their game. Yeah, I'm a big uh, fan of this one. Yeah, obviously no Corey Perry, no Ryan Getzlaff, no Ryan Kessler or Kevin Bieksa or any of the big boys. Uh, But that still doesn't mean this can't get spicy. Uh, Mm -hmm. A handful of fights in the three contests last year between these two teams. And as you said, Ann, you know, this is a game in which, you know, there's people are going to be feisty. They're going to be hitting a lot. You know, they might get in each other's faces. And that's not a bad thing for this first game kind of after a long layoff because you kind of want something to kick your butt in the gear. Like you kind of want, you know, the Preds to get engaged. That's been kind of one of the criticisms uh, of the Preds over the past year. You think back, we talked about it yesterday, that kind of that long all-star break layoff they had uh, where, you know, it just looked like, you know, the first couple games back or the first game back from uh, the, the global series this year in the Czech Republic where they just looked, you know, sleepy sort of would be mm-hmm. a good a good way to describe it. Just a little bit slow to get going. Maybe a game in which, you know, there's a lot of fights, a lot of, you know, big hits early. People are kind of roughing and toughing and all that kind of stuff around the crease after the whistle. 
that's you know maybe that could be the pred that's like okay like we're we're in it now we're awake we're gonna win this game yeah and i think the two games that were canceled sort of had that vibe to it i think nashville always you know especially after the playoff season last season they always have just a kind of a next level for colorado that didn't happen columbus shocked the predators and beat them earlier in the season that game didn't happen that could have kind of been a revenge game for the predators so you have this long break you have these two games that the predators i think probably emotionally could have been a little more amped up for but it's really good to return to the ice for a game against a team like Anaheim. Like you said, I think, you know, you get one or two big hits going in this game and it really, I think, could launch the Predators and just give them the energy they need after this break because, you know, they're not used to being off that long at this point in the season. So excited to see it's Anaheim. Um, excited that the Ducks, you know, are, they're 6-15-1, and one, they're 2-8 and eight in their last 10. So not only is there kind of a good emotional component, but I think, too, maybe this is easier to come back to than, say, the Colorado Avalanche. So a good game, I think, tonight for the Predators. I believe what Ann is trying to say is, thank God the Ducks are bad. That is actually 100% what I was trying to say. <laughs> but you don't want to say it because what if I put it out there and the Predators do not come through for us. Predators come through for us. Well, I mean, we've already seen them do that with the Golos Blue Jackets <laughs> this year, so why not? We know anything is possible. Let it yeah. not be possible tonight. Yeah. Win this game. Uh, you know, the Anaheim Ducks, as we mentioned, not great, but they still have a couple players that you need to be aware of. Troy Terry, who had a breakout 37-goal yes. performance last year for Anaheim, uh, is off to a hot start again at 23 points in 22 games for him. Uh, Trevor Zegris, last year's Calder Trophy runner-up, uh, mm -hmm. probably the best forward rookie from the NHL last year, was a little bit slow to get going. You could tell he uh, had a little bit of a sophomore slump going on. But he's got 20 points so far this season in 20 games. Uh, that includes three assists against the Seattle Kraken the other night. So, and there, there are some dangerous players here. It, it just seems like that the big issue for the, uh, you know, for the Ducks is uh, they're not very good defensively. They're not very good at puck possession. So the Predators have to be looking their chops, especially after getting shut out by the Red Wings, because they're yes. going to get a lot of chances and uh, their goaltending situation. Uh, one of the worst tandems in the NHL right now. So they're going to get a chance to put up a lot of goals if they can execute. Yes, if they can execute. And Anaheim's uh, Gibson was injured in the last part of the Kraken game, but I have not seen any update on him. So he left the ice. Whether he will be back tonight, we don't know. But I agree with you. This goaltending duo, maybe not as outstanding. I think that this is a great opportunity because there have been some Nashville Predators players who have struggled to get going. And I'm thinking of players that we've talked about this week. Tanner Janot is one. This will be a great game to get Tanner Janot involved, get him involved just physically as far as hits and then also to get him going offensively I think would be huge um and look the the Ducks they're kind of bottom of the league in a number of areas that the Predators should capitalize on their 31st in the league right now for power play which is really nice that we're actually playing a team that's worse on the power play than we are um and we, uh, we've jumped up to 27 I think we're making moves 
the predators yeah. are making some moves and um i know alex darty was at practice yesterday saying that they were definitely working on the power play so there's a great opportunity for the predators to get some momentum and to capitalize on this uh the ducks have not been great on the power play but in the game against the kraken i think they were three of four so let's just stay out of the penalty box like let's have a very strong physical game without crossing that line and and there are just some really good opportunities for the Nashville Predators as they face off tonight against the Ducks and they need to capitalize on them you know I do not want Trevor Zegris scoring a lacrosse goal on UC Soros and I just really want the Predators to come out get some power play goals out man them you know and and win the game I mean I'm not asking for the world here yeah. Well, then that's the uh, the Arizona Coyotes Tyson Nash thing. You know, Trevor Zegers scores that like amazing goal and embarrasses mm-hmm. the team. Gee, you got to put out somebody to try to fight Trevor Zegers the next shift, right? Yep, because, we've got a couple because scoring equals not fun in the league. Yeah, apparently. and and I don't want to jump down on the ice and have to do it for them. So yeah, just keep yeah. him off the score sheet. You're the uh, Derek Stepan. Of the Nashville Predators. I like to think of myself as like Mark Borowiecki Jr. Yeah. Mm. It's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, I, if, if you believe in it, I will support your dream. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so Nashville Predators tonight take on the Anaheim Ducks. It is a 7 o'clock central puck drop at a Bridgestone Arena that we think is not flooded. Predators say the game is happening, so yay. Yay. Here we go. Uh, Except if you're a water pipe, then screw you. Uh, So we will be back here tomorrow to recap that game. But plenty plenty of more stuff to get to today. Uh, And that includes the month of December, Anne, Mm -hmm. because that is a gauntlet for the Nashville Predators we mentioned maybe the toughest month of the season on the calendar for the Nashville Predators so we're going to go through the calendar we're going to talk about our games to watch what do you think is going to be the best game what do you think is going to be the toughest one for the Nashville Predators maybe the sneakily toughest one and can the Predators use this month to turn their season around we're going to be talking about that coming up in just a little bit but first, I want to mention today's show is sponsored by BetOnline.net, which, of course, is your number one source for betting info, stats, news, and analysis. At BetOnline.net, you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer, esports, and, of course, hockey. They got it all on BetOnline.net. Uh, you know, obviously, big World Cup tournament going on right now uh plenty of odds for that one hopefully usa can uh get that win today it'd be kind of embarrassing if they didn't but you can always (laughs) check it online to check the odds for that game and if you love sports podcasts you can find those at bet online as well always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed so head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more bet online where the game starts all right, Anna, we talked about it kind of glancingly yesterday, but now let's get into the nitty-gritty about the December schedule, which first off, Jesus Christ, December is here. Uh, it's What happened? It seems like it was just May. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was just the off season. Do you remember the days of dreaming that we would get Phil Kessel? Do you remember the days of, hey, we got Nito Nito Ryder? That was two days ago. Yeah. But now we're in December. Remember like a week ago when we were in first place in the Central Division and we're like, (laughs) wow, we're going to like sneak into the Stanley Cup finals this year. Yeah. Yeah, that was was this year too. But hey, we're we're in December almost. Yeah. Uh, and as we mentioned, and you know, you look at the schedule, and it is an absolute gauntlet uh, for the Nashville Predators. Uh, if you're not aware of the schedule, this is probably, in terms of opponents right now, uh, the hardest slate of games the Predators have this year. They have the New Jersey Devils, who, uh, as we mentioned, 19 and four. Uh, Islanders, Tampa Bay Lightning on the road, Ottawa Senators, who, yeah, that's that one's not big. But again, the St. Louis Blues, the Edmonton Oilers, those two back to back, Winnipeg Jets, Colorado Avalanche, Oilers again, Blackhawks, Avalanche again, Stars, Ducks, and Vegas on New Year's Eve. The, the teams I just mentioned, three out of the four, or there's three out of the four division leaders in there. You have yes. last year's uh, Stanley Cup contenders three times. Yep. You also have a very tough Edmonton Oilers team and the team, one of the best in the or two of the best NHL in the moment, which is the New Jersey Devils and the Vegas Golden Knights, both off to uh, absolutely scorching starts. They're each their best starts in franchise history. So, yeah, it's going to be this fun. This is a whole thing. The other thing about the December schedule that puts so much pressure on the Nashville Predators is this is a month where they have six Central Division games. It's the most that they have in any month for the remainder of the season. And the Predators have to be at a place where they can move up in the division and it has to happen in December. Now, you're not going to win the Stanley Cup in December, but this is where the Predators, especially after kind of a rough October, early November, this is where they're going to need to gain some ground. And it is not going to come easily, you know, even the games, for instance, you know, you have a game against the Blackhawks, but that is bookended by games against Edmonton and Colorado. There is just nothing about this December schedule that is going to be easy for the Predators, and they really have to be ready to compete at their kind of they, – they need to start peaking now. I know in general you know, we've talked about when you peak during an NHL season, an 82-game season really matters, and you tend to want to do that closer to – the, the playoffs, but Nashville's time really is going to be in December. This is going to be when they're going to have to make up the most ground in the division. And, and they've got some ground they need to make up after a slow start. So December is terrifying, but it's also a really good challenge for the Predators. We're going to find out who they are in December. Yeah. And it's interesting because remember, and December last year, that was kind of the month that the Predators had their hottest stretch. And we just talked mm-hmm. about maybe they peaked a little bit way too early. But this was the team or this was the era in which the Predators really kind of came together and uh, honestly probably got into the playoffs that way because they just stockpiled so many points. You know, they had that big uh, run where they were had like 16 wins in 18 games or something like that, that started in December, went into January. Um, so there, and you look at the schedule and there's like so many games, you know, the one, nothing win over the New York Rangers, you know, they did just enough to beat Sturkin. Uh, you know, they beat the Colorado avalanche. That was the big, 
uh, very, very weird COVID game. Yes. Avalanche were shorthanded the entire game. Uh, the Predators had basically the Milwaukee Admirals both playing for them and coaching for them. Yep. Carl uh, Taylor. Yep. And Carl Taylor. And just so many, you know, random games on that schedule. The Predators found ways to win. Uh, and, uh, you know, you look at that stretch and then you look at the schedule and it's like, you look, if you're the Nashville Predators and you've been hit in the mouth a little bit early this season, a lot of people are talking about saying, yeah, well, you know, this team's not as good as they thought. They, you know, bought in too early, all that. What a perfect opportunity. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a gauntlet, but it's also an opportunity because if you can get out of this month of December with a like a positive points percentage, that's pretty good. Like you've done a pretty good job, you know, to me, and it's, it's going to be, you know, if, if you get out of this month, you come out in January in a pretty decent spot to control your narrative playoff wise for the rest of the season. I agree with you. I think December is a great challenge for the Predators. I think it's going to reveal a lot about who this team is. Because from this point, if you look back, it's kind of hard to nail down exactly who the Predators team is because they started out with the two wins in the Global Series, but then came back and lost against Dallas. And it's been kind of up and down. You know, individual performances haven't necessarily been strong at the start. They're kind of regrouping and getting some things together, but it's really hard to know how much to to believe in and to buy into the success that they had, you know, mid-November. December's going to tell us how much we can believe what we're seeing from the Nashville Predators. It's really going to sort out the talent that this team has against, you know, these competitors and against the people in their division. So December can't un, you know can't understate how huge this next month is it's it's terrifying and also a really great opportunity for the predators to show the league and to show honestly let's just keep it real the fans yeah. <laughs> what this team is capable of <laughs> yeah uh, let's, uh, the fans. There's, there's gonna be some twitter statements cole smith will person. score in december friends yeah, well, maybe maybe he's that's like him. Maybe he goes just on a like a red hot tear, and you know Emma Lingen can tweet that you know, hey, <laughs> now there's now there's five, you know, only five players ahead of him in scoring. There you go. There you go. Well, we're going to take a closer look at this December schedule. We're going to tell you what our must-win games are. We're going to tell you what eh, it'd be pretty nice to win these games, and we're going to tell you if there's a game that we really are thinking Nashville will need sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns to get a win in. But we're going to do all that in, in just a second. But first, want to thank you for making Locked on Predators your first listen today. For your second listen today, you need to go check out Locked on Sports Today. Locked on Sports Today has all the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Locked on Sports Today is going to cover that for you. You get to go beyond the scoreboard. You go behind the scenes with local experts and local insight that only Locked on can provide. Locked on Sports Today, it is available on this app, on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Dan. So... Looking at the schedule, you know, we've talked about it kind of overall. Let's look at some individual games, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about games that we think maybe are the the biggest in terms of momentum. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the one you're most kind of scared about. 
And what's your favorite game on the schedule? Like, which one are you most excited about? Which one are you circling? Yeah. So when it comes to games that I think are going to be important for momentum, there's two of them that that kind of jump out at me. And both of them are against the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> so just a because the Colorado Avalanche are sort of um, the barometer in the central division for how competitive, you know, can the Nashville Predators be in the big picture playoffs and you kind of measure that against teams like Colorado, especially after last season and the very brief playoff run that we had. So the Preds played Colorado on the 17th. They played them again on December 23rd. And what is interesting about both of these Colorado games is that they are followed up by games that are also going to be really challenging for the Predators. So on the 17th, they play Colorado. On the 19th, the Preds play Edmonton. Edmonton always has Nashville's number. And, and it's also the second time they play Edmonton that week. Week. Yeah. Yes. Not, not, not second time of the month, although it is the second time of the month, but second time of the week. Week. Because once a week is not enough against Edmonton. You know, so I think winning on the 17th would go a long way for the Predators to come back and take on the Oilers. And again, play Colorado December 23rd you know, pre pre Christmas game, a lot of energy, but after Christmas, the predators come back and who do they have to face right away after Christmas, the Dallas stars. And if you need a game, you know, th that is a game. The predators really need to win because Dallas embarrassed the predators when, you know, at the beginning of the season, when they came back from the global series. And we're going to say that that was jet lag but it was also yep. that the Dallas Stars team really good. So I think if we can gain some momentum from those two Colorado games, that could spill over into some games that that make a difference for the Predators going forward. So for me, momentum games, Colorado. Yeah, everybody's talking about the Avalanche uh, because of that. But that's St. Louis uh, and uh, Dallas games. Those are going to be huge, mm -hmm. too. Because uh, all of a sudden, St. Louis is now on a big run, starting to look like the team uh, we thought they were going to be. And don't look now, but Dallas has uh, maybe one of the most underrated best scores in the league right now. Yes. And Jason Robertson uh, absolutely tearing up the league in points and scoring at the moment. Uh, so that is going to be a matchup that the Preds want to circle. And it's funny, Anne, you know, we've talked about Edmonton. We've talked about Colorado and all this. The must-win games to me, mm -hmm. they're not the tough teams. I'm looking at December 21st at the Chicago Blackhawks and then against the Anaheim Ducks at the end of the month. And the reason why is because we've – and, and the Ottawa Senators on the 10th too – we talked mm -hmm. so much about the Preds needing to come out and look strong against these tough opponents, but they got to play just as strong against some of these weaker opponents as well. And that's Good the point. thing. Like, you know, the Preds can go out, they can beat New Jersey on a Thursday night. They can follow it up with, you know, win at Tampa Bay. If they don't come out at home and look solid against the Ottawa Senators, you know, play solid, play puck position, get two points out of that game. You know, that's all for naught because you're kind of taking the momentum you've built against these great teams and kind of kicked it back down because you can't translate it. And that would give me the impression that the Preds can't get up 
for some of these bigger games. And we saw that a little bit last year. That was one of the Preds' problems down the stretch. You know, they would go out, you know, they would play very well against Colorado, not including the playoffs. Uh, they would go out and get, you know, big wins against Calgary, uh, steal points in some of these, like, you know, tougher games. But then they would go out and, you know, get their butts handed by the Seattle Kraken or yes. lose to the Philadelphia Flyers. That, to me, that's going to be the toughest test for me to watch for the Nashville Predators is, can you avoid that this year? Can you still, you know, can you go out, put everything you have on the line against some of these big name teams, but then come back two days later and do the same thing against a lower level opponent. That's going to be the key to me. That's going to be the key that tells me are the predators for real? Because, you know, the other thing is, look, you, you can't avoid, or you can't like risk losing points uh, to some of True. these teams you should be beating. You need to get those points in a month like this because, you're going to lose some of these games. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think that's a really great point. Maybe some of the most important games in December are the ones against the teams that the Predators should beat. And like you said, last season, gosh, we saw where there were times where the Predators team would play to the level of their opponent and then get beat by them. So I think that's a that's a very valid point. You know, we look at the schedule and we see these big games. We see Colorado, Tampa Bay, you know, um, Dallas. But yeah, maybe the games that are going to matter most in December are the games against Ottawa. Um, is there a game that you would love to see the Predators really win, but you just don't think it's going to happen? Is there any no. one particular game? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, because really? I, think, I think I, you know, look, if, if the Nashville Predators can play the way they've played the last two games and maybe just finish chances, mm -hmm. I, I think they can beat any team on this schedule. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, maybe, maybe that's just the optimist in me, but you know, if there, if there was one, I look at these two games against the Edmonton Oilers and, you know, kind of think it's like, well, the Preds just for whatever reason have looked like, crap against the Edmonton Oilers the last couple times. <laughs> but even then, those are games in which there were a lot of mistakes and a lot of defensive breakdowns, and they just looked out of sorts. And if you can fix that, maybe it's a little bit of a closer game. But, I mean, it, it's it's the NHL. I mean, we've seen the Arizona Coyotes beat teams like Colorado and Vegas. So yeah. There, there's Anything not can a, happen. I, I, there's not a game on the schedule that's unwinnable. It's just, can the Predators execute against them? That's the big yeah. question mark to me. But it's not like, you know, it's not like an NFL schedule where you go through and you can be like win, loss, loss, win. Mm -hmm. I think any game is winnable. It's just a matter of are the Preds going to show up. Yeah. I'm very interested to see them against the New Jersey Devils because, you know, we talk about we sort of measure the Predators against the Colorado Avalanche in the Central Division, you know, for, you know, they're the reigning Stanley Cup champions. But really, let's just be real honest here. When we looked at this schedule pre-global series, did it even register oh, to oh. you? <laughs> that December 1st could be a statement game against the New Jersey Devils. Yeah. It's like, Oh, yep. That devil's game. Oh, that that's going to be, be, that's going to be the doozy. Everybody. That's going to be the avalanche. That tells us about the predators team, but it's so funny. You watch this New Jersey Devils team 
And it's the New Jersey Devils. Like, I mean, I've heard they've been on a streak and they're doing well. But, I mean, am I the only one that's just been waiting for that to stop happening? And it's not not happening. So I think that's going to be really interesting. It's a team that's got speed. It's a team that has really good defense. Their goaltending is pretty good. But it doesn't need to be great because the rest of the team is good. And, and so I'm like, okay, Nashville, what are you going to do against a team like New Jersey? Because we know how the Predators have done with teams with speed, you know, against Edmonton with, you know, good goaltending and all of this. But let's see what happens against New Jersey because would that not be a little bit of a coup? Yeah. On the I road, mean, too. We'll see if there the are more. Road. We'll see if there are more chicken fingers and Dr. Peppers oh, thrown on the yes. ice. If the Predators can get away with that one, and it's funny. Tea. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because you uh, you watch the Devil or like you see the Devil's record, and it's like, oh, they got to be just like stealing wins or you know getting good goaltending. And then you look at like the numbers and you know kind of their analytics, and it's like, oh no, they're yeah. just playing really, really good hockey at the moment. Yeah, they are playing like the Colorado Avalanche played last year. Yes. Uh, Is that going to be sustainable for the entire season? Like, are they going to keep it up? Who knows? But right now, uh, they're absolutely getting wins in dominant fashion. Uh, So that's the biggest thing. These aren't just like lucky wins. Like the Devils are the Devils are a good team, people. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And is there a game on the schedule that you just have circled? For funsy reasons, like the one you're most looking forward to, the one you think is going to have like the best vibes, maybe the best atmosphere at Bridgestone Arena. Mm. Um, The one that I think will have really great vibes is actually not at Bridgestone Arena. And it's one that I considered going to, but then I was talked down from it. And that is the New Year's Eve game in Vegas. I'm not going to lie. I mean, come on. I toyed, I said to my husband, what do you think? Like we could go to Vegas. We could go see the hockey game, New Year's Eve in Vegas. And he said, say that sentence again out loud. And I said, you know, New Year's Eve ooh, in Vegas. Like I'm fun. I mean, I'm so fun. I'm not that fun. But I do think that game is going to have super fun vibes. And, and it was, it was very tempting. Vegas, New Year's Eve. I mean, it could be fun. I think. From a hockey standpoint, it could be less fun just because it's going to be the second game of a back-to-back for the Predators. It's, you know, an away game. They're going to just have finished this gauntlet of December. So from a hockey standpoint, maybe not as fun. But if we're going just straight vibes, New Year's Eve in Vegas, I mean, I'm going to watch it from afar and think it's going to be really fun. But yeah, it's probably not for me. As my daughter said, it's just not for me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I mean, Vegas. Vegas. I'm sure you can find a fire, you know, find fire little corner, you know, that's away from the hustle and bustle. Yeah. Maybe Claire de Lune from Ocean's Eleven is playing in the background. (laughs) I think you can find the vibes. Yeah. I I thought about going to that Vegas game too, but I'm actually going to be in Vegas uh, next week. So. Oh, nice. Not going to do that trip back to back. Yeah, I don't uh, know. for me, for me, Anne, the Predators always have some sort of fun thing. Uh, the last home game before the Christmas break. Yes. Uh, you think this is going to be the 24 year anniversary, December 23rd of the ice storm game, which a lot of people say is the Predators first 
really big win. They got that win over the two-time cup champion Red Wings, their first game at Bridgestone Arena. Uh, you know, you think back to a couple of years after that, the David Legwan, a penalty shot overtime goal, uh, which yeah. you know, seems, seems less cool now because of the whole shootout, but that was a big thing back then. You think last year, you know, the weird COVID game against the yes. Colorado Avalanche, the one that everybody wanted to win. That was, you know, the, the wound up. It wasn't scheduled to be, but that was the last home game uh, before Christmas break. And I look at who the last game is this year. It's December 23rd against the Colorado Avalanche. Look, all the all the out-of-towners uh, that grew up Preds fans, they're going to be back in town for Christmas. They're going to want to see a Preds game with some of that hometown magic, some of that old school Preds magic. They're going to want to see the defending cup champs. And that's, it's the Bridgestone arena crowd for that one. If the predators can keep it close, like if they can be like either in striking distance or maybe have like a one goal lead, that is going to be a buck wild Bridgestone (laughs) arena. That is going to be, insane and if the predators if that's where the predators can finally sort of stop the bleeding against colorado come out and get a win you know you feel good about season you go into christmas on a little bit of a juice you're like yeah we can we're gonna get it smelled the christmas vacation started now let's get hyped go home and watch die hard like that that to me is what you have circled on the calendar Yeah, no, I love that. And I agree with you. I think there is just something about the atmosphere in those pre-Christmas games. Everybody's hyped for Christmas. Everybody is going to be hyped because it's Colorado. It's going to be a Bridgestone Arena. It is, what is it, on a Friday night? It's a Friday night, y'all. Yeah. It's going to be huge. And again, I agree with you. Like, take that momentum, get through the Christmas holiday, watch Die Hard, watch Love Actually, and then bounce back against the Dallas Stars on the 27th. I think that's a plan. Book you go it. from Die Hard to, um, to Love Actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's that's the one-two combo you go with. That I'm Seriously, that would be my one-two combo. I love Die Hard. And Love Actually is one of my all-time faves. Yeah. Not to mention all of the Hallmark Christmas movies. Because, yeah. yes, I'm that guy as well. We're going to have to do a episode around Christmas of Prince's Christmas movies, aren't we? 100% actually had the thought when you said Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. All yeah. right, Anne. Well, we are going to see what happens in December. We're going to have to see what happens at the rest of November 1st. Preds versus Ducks tonight, last game of the month. We're going to have a full recap of that game tomorrow on the Locked on a Predators podcast. Uh, until then, be sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Amazon Music, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Uh, subscribe to us. Leave us a rating if you really like what you hear. And if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, be sure to not only subscribe, but leave a comment as well. Reread those and hit the bell notification so you'll always be the first to know when we have fresh content out for you. And give yourself a plug. Where can people find your work? You can find my work at insidethepreds.com. And you can find me on Twitter at ANK underscore Mama on Ice. You can find me at ontheforecheck.com and wingingitinmotown.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at underscore NSMorgan. 
And while you're on Twitter, be sure to follow the podcast at LO underscore predators as well. That's going to do it for us on today's episode. Thank you for making Lockdown Predators your first listen of the day every single day. We'll be back tomorrow with Preds Ducks recap. We'll see you then.